The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hit the guys up on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. All right, good morning, everyone. Hour 2, T-Row in the Morning Show, starring T.J. Perry on Wednesday. Getting near the end of the month of January. It's uh, January 25th. Um, Smack dab in the middle of your work week. The seventh ranked day of the seven. We're going to get through it together today. We got Thunder basketball tonight. T.Y.'s in town. Hawks have been struggling. Thunder have been streaking. We'll see how this goes tonight. Seven o'clock, Thunder Hawks in the Paycom. Last night in the Big 12, Sooners get throttled by the Frogs, 79-52. OSU loses at Texas, 89-75. Great game in Ames last night. Iowa State outlasts Kansas State, 80-76. One more midweek game. That's tonight. It's the bottom two teams in the conference, West Virginia at Texas Tech. That will be a 6 o'clock start. I'm picking Texas Tech in that one. Of course, <laughs> of course you are. I do think that you know we're eight games in, except for those two teams. Those two teams have played seven, but everybody else now has played eight. And I think there is now, TJ, a differentiating line in this conference. There are six top teams and four bottom teams. Oklahoma's going to play on Wednesday night at the Big 12 Conference. In fact, I'm going to tell you right now, Barring something unforeseen and crazy, the four teams that will play on Wednesday night in Kansas City will be OU, OSU, West Virginia, and Texas Tech. Well, yeah, I mean, the rest of them have, what, a two-game two window clear of them? Yes. Two or three? Yeah. Two. Here, here's the thing. The Big 12's been good for a lot of years. They've won the last two national championships. But I think a conversation we have had has been, um, yeah, the Big 12's good. How many of these teams are capable of going to the Final Four, you know? And you could, you know, point to last couple of years, a Kansas or a Baylor. It was deep and it was good, but you'd say, I don't know if they get beyond the Sweet 16, you know? There are, in my opinion, tell me if you agree, there are six teams this year that I think are definitely good enough to go to the Final Four. Now, all six won't get there, TJ. The math doesn't work out. Huh. Yeah, that would leave two of them out. For example, John Rothstein said before last night's OUTCU game, he thought they were a Final Four caliber team. Um, you know, they're coming off a 23-point win in Allen Fieldhouse. They did nothing last night to diminish that opinion. I agree. 
they came into last night in sixth place in the Big 12. Iowa State, Kansas State, Texas, TCU, Baylor, and Kansas are all good enough to make a Final Four run. I'm not saying somebody won't lose in the first round. It'll happen. Somebody will. But that's the difference in, in this year and previous years in the conferences. It's not pretty good depth. It's like great depth. I'm really eager to see what happens on Saturday. With how they measure up against Alabama? Well, no, 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 no. The general down the conference. down the. I think down the, the SEC's got the better of them the last couple of years, and – I'll have to go back and look. Am I wrong about that? I feel like they've either tied or the SEC's won the last. last year the Big 12 did pretty well. Am I remembering that wrong? You're probably remembering it right. I couldn't remember Tom Hanks' name. Typically, yes, you're right. But I thought the Big 12 bounced back last year. But I could be dreaming that or thinking of some other matchup in something. I'm uh, going to look it up here. But not that one day is indicative and it, it talks about, you know, it depends on matchups and stuff. Okay, last year, no, SEC's won the last two. Okay. And the year before that, they tied. SEC 6-4 to four last year. Big 12 has won one of the last six Big 12 SEC showdowns. Ouch. There have been two ties in there, and the SEC's won three. Mm-hmm. I said this last night on the air. Um, I this is the last year, unless something gets worked out, that we're going to have this event. Uh, the two conferences aren't real happy with each other these days, Teej. You probably have heard. <laughs> right. I think it's been a fun event. I look forward to the matchups being announced every year. Uh, I look forward to the breaking conference play and all that kind of stuff. But th- I think they did a poor job in mixing up the opponents in this thing. Like, this will be the third time OU and Alabama have played. Uh, Kansas and Kentucky play every year, it seems like. This will be the 10th year, and um, I feel like we see the same. Like, OSU and South Carolina played three or four times in this. Like, have a little more desire to mix it up one of the fun things about this is you get to see new opponents and go new places or have new fan bases visit your place and i think they did a poor job of that um but anyway part of that tv they're obsessed with the kansas kentucky matchup to them ou alabama looks good on paper because it's a football uh i don't think that's how they do it i think they take the standings from last year and they say, all right, our first-place team against your first-place team, our second-place team against your second-place team. But there should be a little bit of, um, well, you got, this team has already played that team a couple of times in this event. Let's give your second-place team our third-place team. That'll be a matchup the fans haven't seen yet. There should be some flexibility in it. You know? Yeah, no, I agree with that if that's how they're doing it. I think that's how it's done. Anyway, it doesn't matter. We're not going to do it after this year. and. OU has drawn the number two team in the country on Saturday. So, okay, let's talk coordinators. Teach, what do we know about Nardo? Um, I knew nothing until I heard his name yesterday, and then heard him uh, talk about him a little bit. So, I had never heard of this guy. No, tell me what you know about him. Uh, small school guy, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of places that I've never really even heard of. Gannon, Gannon University. Gannon University. Uh, one of them, uh, Emporia State, I've heard of. Isn't that one of them that he's been at? Um, I don't know. Supposed to be a, I mean, if you go by Gundy and what he said, young, energetic guy that has been highly successful. But then I saw some stuff yesterday where, like, you look at his Division two rankings and stuff, and they weren't outstanding, so... I don't know what to think of this hire. Seems weird. Seems. Do you know the nickname of Gannon University? I do not. I don't know that I'd heard of oh, Gannon. Oh, come on, TJ. I hadn't heard of Gannon until yesterday. I don't think. So, Played no, quarterback for the Raiders for several years. Oh, he did. Yeah, Rich Gannon did. This is his university. He started this. <laughs> right. uh, they are the Golden Knights. The Golden Knights. The Gannon Golden Knights. Nardo. Ryan Nardo. Two things here. Uh, One, I think Mike always loves to kind of feel like he's he's one upping everyone or smarter than everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. You guys look at all the uh, common candidates. I'm going to go find a diamond in the rough. So this falls in line with some other hires he's made in the past that have been well documented that have. You know, more often than not, worked out. To be honest with you, I'm not even necessarily criticizing that. It's just I think it is a character trait of his. Is I'm going to show you how much smarter I am than all you guys. I'm going to go hire a guy from a university that Rich Gannon started. And here's the other thing, TJ. And please, I hope this doesn't offend anybody out there. But in my opinion, never trust a Brian who spells his name with a Y. Now, I just know always some Brian's with Wise. There's just always something off about those guys, TJ. Might think about that before you say that again. Oh, no, I'm including Vineyard in this. <laughs> <laughs> now, nah, we'll see how it works out. Now, uh, forget about that. Okay, what's going on with our guy? Is Jeff Lebby going to stay or go? Um... Which shade of crimson will he be wearing next year? I think um, I think he's staying. By the way, they're the exact same Pantone. But name the four schools that have the exact same Pantone of crimson in college Division One college hmm. sports. I know I've always heard it with Alabama and OU. Mm-hmm. There's two more exact same Pantone number. Arkansas is a little darker, right? Correct. Nope, nope. They're the same. There's one they more. They are. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um. You won't get this one. No, Stanford's not the same. Stanford? You know They're close. It might They're be Stanford. Close. I was thinking South Carolina? Washington. I was thinking Washington State, but maybe it is Stanford. Maybe it's both. Maybe there's five. <laughs> maybe uh, there's seven or eight. That fell apart on me. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Is Jeff Levy staying or going? I think he's staying. You know, there's big names being floated around with that job. So, what do your sources tell you? The upper deck sources, and my the upper deck sources, sources are telling me he's staying, but they've been wrong on everything. So, you might uh, oh, take that for what it's worth. But Kingsbury's being rumored. Joe Brady's being rumored. I mean, there's some big names being rumored in this thing. So, um, I think he's going to be at Oklahoma next year. Like I said. Unless they're backing up a truck and they've got a lot of money, having his system established for a year, having a veteran quarterback in there to run things, having a you know 
what's regarded as one of the top quarterbacks in the country coming in to play behind him and learn. Like, you're in a better situation, it seems, as a as a coordinator staying. So I'm going to say he's in Norman next year. But his name keeps staying in it. Like, he's not removing it. He has not come out and said. Publicly and said. Thanks, but I'm not no involved. thanks. Right, yeah. So. That's true. That's a good point you make. He's he's hey, keeping Jeff, this alive. Why haven't you come out and said thanks, but no thanks? It could be leveraging it for a little bit more money out of Oklahoma, so. Maybe. Maybe he hasn't even been called about it. That may be true also. It's probably not true. I'm sure his level of interest has at least been inquired about. Um, what do you think? You think he's going to take the well, job? No, I don't. I, I think what we said yesterday is true. He went to OU. Everything you just said is accurate about where the programs sit, all that kind of stuff. I think that if you... You know, if you're excited about Jackson Arnold, you're excited about what Brent Venables is doing, Jeff Levy's got a chance to get a lot of credit. I heard Teddy talking about this, for getting this offense humming again, if he can get it humming again. You go to Alabama, Nick Saban gets credit for everything that happens there. Oh, he's just the next guy. Everybody's successful at Alabama. So it's either money which money matters, but we're talking you're going to do you're going to have a good living either way, right? So the money is it's I mean maybe that's it. The only way that I could see Jeff leaving is if there is some sort of discontent that we're unaware of. I've never heard any any reason to believe that's the case at all. He's never give, given that impression. He seems no. pretty happy, and like even some of the public events you see him at, it doesn't seem that. The, the body language isn't there if that's the case. No. He seems like he loves Brent. He gets along with Brent great. He loves being here. You know, every the people that do know him better than I do all seem to think that he's just tickled pink to be back at OU. So... It's hard for me to believe he's leaving. Um, so no, I don't think he's going to go. But what do I know? You know, it seems like I know he says he's not interested right now in anything, but it just seems like a Cliff Kingsbury type job, doesn't it? Uh, like I see a Cliff, lot of Lane Cliff Kiffin Kingsbury in Kingsbury or Scott Frost. Yeah. That's just a yeah. I just reclamation project, right? Where Saban can say, "See, you guys look, all gave up on him except for yeah. me, and I've turned him I into a national champion." Told you he was great. Again. Yeah, look, right. I think Jeff Levy's next job, assuming he's successful, will be as a head coach. I don't think he needs a stepping stone. He's there. He's just got to be successful. Well, he's already been thrown out in head coaching job openings. Sure. So, yeah. But, I mean, you go take OU back to the college football playoff, which I think we all believe, right, that with the 
level of, well, I don't know what we all believe. I'm sure that's not accurate, but a lot of us believe that in the next couple of years they could get back to that level again. Then they're going to be knocking down your door. The offensive coordinator at Oklahoma, they're going to be knocking down your door for a Power 5 major conference head coaching job. You don't need to go to Alabama for that. So unless he's crossways with Brent or doesn't believe in what they're doing at OU, which, I again, I have no reason to believe that's the case at all. I, I don't think he's... I don't think he's leaving, which means expect an announcement by 9 a.m. this morning. <laughs> It'll break at 9 as soon as we sign off, yeah. By the way, um, just as we go to break, a little bit of a warning out there. I know it's a snow day. I think the roads are pretty good, aren't they, Tiege? Didn't the roads seem to be okay? Norman, they were good, just wet, but yeah. yeah. Do keep in mind that it's the end of the month, so the police department trying to meet Would their quotas stop? out there. So just be careful, everybody. Keep your speeds low, okay? Getting near the end of the month. 7.19 in the morning. We'll be back. t and TJ. Yeah, these guys smell great. I warned you. <laughs> there would be an odor. The t in the morning show on the home of Sooner fans. Looking to have a little fun? Maybe a date night with the wife this weekend. Riverwind Casino brings you the t in the morning show each and every day. OKC's number one gaming destination. They're simply the best. The one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. It's kind of like this show. It's the one for fun. Uh, Blackjack currently housing 378 games. I was there Friday evening. You never know what you're going to see at the uh, Riverwind Casino. You could see a celebrity. You could see Teddy Lehman. And then me running behind a Willy Wonka machine to hide so that individuals don't see my laughter so thank you to the river are, is it, are you able to tell the story yet? i'll never be able to tell the story on air no oh, man not in today's world not in today's world uh air comfort solutions text line toby you're in a good mood because your hotel room was great and it talked back to you when you told it it was a good looking room uh, i got nothing to do with it it, it was talked a nice... back with security you need to shut up like sir the... I do like that hotel. It's a nice hotel. It's got history to it. I always geek out on the whole JFK thing when we stay there. So um, I like Fort Worth. I'll miss Fort Worth. Of the Big 12, let me think about this, Teach. You think about this with me because, uh, you know, I don't like the state of Texas. Yeah, and I've been to so many destinations around the conference, so let's think about this. Is there a place? I'll miss Morgantown. It's hard. I, I won't miss getting to Morgantown, but I do like it once we're there. Fort Worth's pretty high. I don't need to spend a lot of time on this. I, I Downtown Fort Worth is cool. The Sundance, Sundance Square, is that what it's called down there? And the, yeah. Uh, all the, you know, the restaurants and downtown area is pretty neat. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I enjoy the hotel. That's not why I'm in a good mood, though. I'm in a good mood because there is still, I have confirmed, one helping of spaghetti sauce left in the fridge. And I will be enjoying for lunch today again one more helping of my wife's best spaghetti sauce in the world. Yes. Uh, someone and told- I was supposed to emcee a luncheon today, and uh, they no longer need me. So I get to be home today. So that also has me in a good mood. Well, that's good. 
You didn't like that uh, no, organization I mean, I, anyway. Happy, yeah, you happy said, to no, you had told me. Luncheon. You said, I don't want any part of these people. It was a university thing. Yeah. I don't even know what I was going to be doing. <laughs> but I've been waved off. I was coming out of the pen. You know you know when a pitcher's coming out of the pen and they run about 20 steps onto the field and then and then they see the manager like, no, no, go back to the bullpen. Yeah, that, that was kind you. Of a thing. That was me. And there's that embarrassing moment like you're, everybody looks down like, oh, my God, I can't believe that's what that's me today. Uh, they must have needed someone with a sexy beard. Probably. Yeah. They probably, probably went to Chad. <laughs> someone tell TJ you're not supposed to keep your leftovers on the counter. It'll last longer if you put it in the fridge. I put it in the fridge. I still have a it window. Is a weird, it is I a weird thing window. for you. I, I feel like maybe you got sick as a child, like you got salmonella or something as a child. Like no. Like I, two days is nothing, dude. I will. Do you uh, eat refrigerated food in general? Oh, sure. Just not I leftovers. Eat, well, I eat leftovers too, but it has to be within a one or two day window, depending on what the item is. Pizza is the only thing that I'll usually let slip to three days. One of the few items, anyway. Okay, so. but other stuff in the fridge. I'll eat it the next day, no, possibly no, no, no. two days after. Not stuff that hasn't been prepared. You just got it in the fridge. Yeah. How long, you know, will that sit in the fridge before you eat it? Oh, I mean, it depends on what the product is. I mean, if it's like a package of chicken that's been in the fridge, it's not going to be um, oh. more than a five or six Lunch days. Lunch meat. Lunch meat. Um, Produce. Eggs. It depends on what it looks like and what it's smelling like. I don't okay, have a window. Mind. Move on. You're being difficult. I'm not, no, I'm not like saying you I, don't give yourself two days from when you bring something home from the grocery no, store. No, no, no. Okay, then what's yeah. the difference? Um, but for me, it just is. I don't know. It grosses me out. I don't know why. I just that's just how I am with All right, leftovers. All right, go ahead. Move on. Um, let's see here. Hey, T. Row, I watched Ticket to Paradise last night. Any other yeah. movie reviews that I should invest some time into? You know what? I watched again. Uh, well, I didn't watch it. I saw a chunk of it yesterday that I always like when I see it on, I'll stop and watch a chunk because I find it entertaining for some reason is, uh, is it called Logan Lucky? Logan Lucky. Is that the name of it? Lucky Logan, Logan Lucky. I don't know that I've heard of this. so I don't know. It's, it's the heist movie where they're trying to steal money from a NASCAR race. Um, I don't know this one, no. Oh, come on, Teej. <laughs> Magic Mike is in it. Uh, yeah, Logan Lucky. Uh, Channing Tatum. Adam Driver is in it. You remember him? He's in Star Wars. Daniel Craig. Uh, let's see. Hillary Swank is like the FBI investigator. Anyway, they're a bunch of West Virginia backwood, or backwoods family that is unlucky and they decide to rob a NASCAR race and it's it's a funny movie I think I, I'm sure it's a terrible I'm sure it's terrible but for some reason every time it's on I watch it Adam Driver's missing an arm um huh like, you haven't seen Logan Lucky no I've never even heard of it so oh, I'll have to check it out yeah, it's it's kind of a good it's kind of an enjoyable enjoyable romp I enjoyed yesterday during my lunch break in the pickup line. I finished it. The Pez Outlaw. I never heard of this. What is this? It uh, is one of those documentaries where the guy walks into the room and sits down in a chair. 
There's no oh, like <gasps> moments or anything with some of those, you know, when the person sits yeah. in the chair. But um, it's about this guy who was a little bit weird and has all these problems with anxiety and bipolar and this and that. And then he becomes like this Pez criminal outlaw and makes millions of dollars off of Pez. And the Pez company is what? hunting him down. Trying to take him out, and they put spies oh, don't on tell him. Me anymore. So don't it's, tell it's me pretty anymore. good. I want to watch it's pretty this. good. Netflix. Netflix. It just came out recently. Oh, yeah. that's what I'm doing today. <laughs> the Pez Outlaw. What do you give it on a scale of one to ten? Um, of those documentaries that they put out, it's a solid seven and a half. It's a fun little. It's a fun little documentary. Enough to where in the pickup line, I said, "I've got to finish this thing and see how it ends." So I had to watch the whole thing in one day. It's like an hour and twenty minutes, something like that. So. Just one, one. Uh... Did you watch the whole thing on your phone? Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was on my lunch break, and then uh, in the pickup line. So, I was, so seven, sw- somewhere between seven swans of swimming and eight maids of milking. That's right. That's right. Right in there. Okay. You know what I did watch on the TV last night though? ESPN oh, Plus. Me? It was still uh, logged in on the Roku, so I was still good to go last night. Well, how'd you feel watching a game on a large format? I did. I. I, I honestly, at one point, I wondered, would this look better on my phone? Because that court is giving me a headache, and it oh, is terrible yes. to watch a TCU game. The yes. colors are off because of the Thank cameras. You. It's just a terrible watch. So it may have been better on my phone. They've got to change that. It. They had a, an idea that they thought was cute. Yes. Hey, our mascot's a lizard. Why don't we make our court looks like a lizard skin? Okay, cute idea. But you can't tell me anybody watches a TCU game and says, oh, that's awesome. Everybody that watches it says, oh, it's hideous, man. Well, it's one of those things, too, where I think it's my— It's distracting. It's like the Oregon court. You ever see the Oregon court? Oh, yeah. Court? The Oregon court's terrible, too. Quit playing on that court. I can't, I, I can't even concentrate on the basketball game. I feel like my vision is blurry when I watch a TCU yes. game. Like I'm sitting there blinking, Try like trying to clear my eyes. It. Well, I'm sure sitting right next to it doesn't help either. So, but yeah, no. Last night I did think to myself, I should just put this on my phone. The picture I feel might like be it's better. Worse smaller. this year too. Like they they like they went in and made it even worse this year or something. It looks bolder. It's something with the lighting and even it just doesn't play well on TV. I don't know. I don't know, but it's rough. But I did watch it on my TV. By the way, they honored the uh, TCU football team at halftime last night. Uh-huh. Sonny Dykes yep. and all the TCU came out and waved to the crowd and everything. People hate us so much. <laughs> Big 12 office was there last night. <laughs> Let's do it during the OU game. They hate, I, everywhere we go, they hate us. I did get, I don't know if you heard this, I did get on to the TCU students who were great. They oh. were there an hour before the game last yes. night. Yes. But they started chanting SEC, SEC at the end of the game. Your frustration at that towards the end of the game. Do you guys not know about the whack? How about we have a history lesson? (laughs) I was like, this is a little, uh, uh, this is a little coincidental. Ironic that TCU is uh, giving us a hard time about bailing on a conference. How about open a newspaper? Break time. Uh, Porter Moser post-game press conference next. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. 
This is coincidental because I listened to um interview with Bono on the drive home last night. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. Did you just happen um, to come across that, or was that something that you said, I need to listen to this interview with Bono? I said, I wonder if there's any interviews out there with Bono. <laughs> you didn't. No, he was the this week's guest on Smartless, which I listen to every week, the uh, Jason Bateman, Will Arnett. You love those guys. You love I their podcast. So he was on this week with them. Uh, Sooners get uh, stopped last night at TCU, 79-52. Here's Porter after the game. Um, you know, our team has bounced back and fought after so many heartbreaking losses. We lost last possession Texas, last possession Iowa State, last possession Kansas, and then just last possession Baylor. Every game we have fought back and showed resilience, toughness, bouncing back. Tonight we didn't. Tonight we didn't. Tonight was a total beatdown. Um, you know, from the moment, from the, from the jump, we followed a jump shooter to start the game. Um, we followed three jump shooters to start the game. We, um... You know, we were passive against their press. Um, their length and athletic ability um, is is tremendous. The the defensive length of switching and then they're just absolutely um, going so downhill in transition and then they rebound. Uh, combination of all that, but the biggest thing is this team that tonight we did not uh, we did not bounce back. We had a tough loss against Baylor the other night, and this is the first time all year we did not bounce back. But you got to give credit to, to TCU. They came out from the jump. Um, they were their aggressor. Um, they were they were the one that was going downhill, and um, and they 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 just it was a beatdown. We we did a lot of different things. A lot of different things. Never, never, never didn't happen. We tried a lot of different things. You mentioned all the close losses this year. What do you kind of tell your team that's in an unfamiliar situation like that late in the game to kind of keep them pushing, even though the score a lot? Yeah. So we got we obviously was we were at you know at that point we were just playing a bunch of freshmen and you know with Benny just trying to get them minutes, trying to play them the right way, you know, trying to play the right way, and uh, you know when, when it was out of hand um, and keep fighting. You know, just set your culture and keep fighting. But um, just uh, just from the jump, this is the, the, the and a lot of times you can get down ten nothing, eleven nothing. It's just sometimes it's fool's gold. You know, sometimes you just battle back. We didn't battle back. We didn't battle back. I and mean, we just kept on uh, letting it slip away. And um, but how the game started that first, and, and to your point too, both halves, and it was that first group, both halves, um, was uh, was indicative of the whole game. You know, I think he's one of the best guards in the league. You know, I just, um, um, w- whatever it was, it's got to change. I mean, he, had, he got to the foul line. That's what he does. Um, he makes the right passes when you trap him. Um, he goes downhill. Um, he's an all-around player. I think he's terrific, and he had a terrific game. Um, there is a – do you want to say something? I hear you quickly. No, no, go ahead. I'll, I'll, there I'll is ask a, you in a minute. There is a um, – a point with a coach when things are going poorly where no matter what he or she says, I think with at least some section of the fan base, it's annoying. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't matter. It's just 
anytime they talk, it sounds like an excuse. If they're asked what happened and they answer it, it sounds like an excuse. And maybe some of that's going on uh, right now with the fan base. I don't know. I did not get on Twitter last night. I know that would not have been good for me. But I would imagine it was a bloodbath out there. Um, There's time in this season to turn this around. We are not yet to the halfway point of conference play. There is no sign in what you saw last night that that's going to happen. But there's time. And I will watch with fascination to see if they can pull it off. It seems like, TJ, this has happened every year to Oklahoma. Some years more dramatic than this, where they're number one in the country or number two in the country. Right. And then they lose 12 in a row mm-hmm. or whatever. You know, they just they fall apart. So they've hit a slide. It's a three-game losing streak. You know, it's going to take something magical to not be four, okay? I mean, beating Alabama on Saturday is going to – that would be a massive upset. But there is time, and I am eager to see whether or not he can get this team – because it seems like between the years is the biggest issue. Like, it seemed like last night, for the first time, they were like, I don't think we can win this game. They looked unenthusiastic and beaten last night. He's right. They did not show the fight. This is the same team that could have, should have beat Kansas and Fog Island Fieldhouse that, you know, took Baylor just to the wire the last time out, all that kind of stuff. But last night they, they looked kind of dead in the eyes. And that's going to be hard to overcome if they suffer another beatdown on Saturday. So, again, not yet to the halfway point. Plenty of time. They're not that far from the bubble. Despite all of this, last night, going into last night, they were the first team out. So they've fallen farther down the ladder now. But they're, they're within range of this. It's just hard to see, based on what you saw last night, that they got any hope of getting this thing turned around. But there is time. It is college sports. It's possible. He's got a coaching job in front of him and a therapist job in front of him. And, I again, I would be surprised if we don't see some lineup changes on Saturday. I think something kind of significant message needs to be sent or will be sent to the team, and I think it will include probably some starting lineup changes. You may not want to answer this, but over the last couple of weeks, this I don't is want where, to answer that. This is where I've been with this team. I've begun to question their unity, their chemistry. How is this team together off the court? Like I like I like um, I think that to me it seems that as though they're a bunch of individuals that has not meshed well as a team on the court. I don't, I don't think that's the case. I would say. Not the best I've ever seen, not the worst I've ever seen. Yeah. There's just anticipation things sometimes seem to be off with them, which leads to a lot of their turnovers. Like a guy will be driving and expecting a guy to be in one spot, and that guy cuts in when he's expecting him to stay. And it happens a lot, and it just seems like they don't have that feel for one another. Well, you're asking about chemistry on the court. Yes. I would agree with you. There has been a disconnect on the court. Certainly within the last week. I mean, this mm-hmm. OSU-Baylor-TCU stretch here. 
um, ira- turnovers that are kind of out of left field. Like, where was that supposed to go? Why'd you take that shot? with 17 seconds left down four, why are you dribbling around for 14 seconds? You know, there's a lot of scratch in your head. So the chemistry on the court is definitely off. I do not see anything wrong with the chemistry off the court. Now, there have been teams that I've been around, basketball teams, that I would say are better. And, and the Final Four team is the best I've ever seen. That's sure. probably uh, part yes. of the reason they went to the Final Four. Absolutely. I mean, they had a charismatic leader in Buddy Heel. I don't know that this team has a charismatic leader. Or, or they don't. They don't have a charismatic leader. I do think they have leaders, but they don't have that guy, that dude that grabs everybody mm-hmm. by the collar and says, get it together now. We don't need the coaches. Get it together. It's certainly not the worst I've ever seen. Um, and I guess Jalen tried to do that from what Porter said in the locker room. Mm-hmm. What after the Baylor game, I guess it was pulled everybody together. So he's probably the closest thing they got. Right. Yeah. But you know they come out after Alabama. They got OSU at home at West Virginia. Um. You know you win win a couple of games there, and all of a sudden you're believing again. You know how this thing goes, man. Oh, I know. I know. You could be down in the dumps, and all of a sudden you're like, hang on a second. And you could be sore and high, and all of a sudden you're down in the dumps. So I know everybody's mad. I'm with you. That was a, a bad performance. Hard to watch. Maybe embarrassing. But um, all you can do if you're inside that locker room is go back to work. Like, they're not going to have any pity on you. Nobody cares. So they're going to go back to work and see if they can pull off a stunner on Saturday now. Break time. Um... Coming up soon, T-Row reads the news. Coming off a successful debut yesterday. We'll be back. The word is spreading, and the ref army is growing. Keep telling your friends and family that there's only one station for true Sooner fans, and that's the Ref Radio Sports Network and worldwide on the KREF app. Toby and TJ back with you. T-Row in the morning show. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Toby, I've been doing the OMAD, a one meal a day going on for years now. I lost 80 pounds in the initial 10 months. have kept it off ever since. It is not a diet. It is a lifestyle change you need. If you can do it at 58, surely – if I can do it at 58, surely anyone can. One meal a day is tough. tough. That sounds tough. I can't do that, man. I'd be having the shakes and the jitters and the – The OMAD. Oof. Yeah, I mean, I could come up with excuses that I that wouldn't be good for my profession. I don't know, but kudos to you, kudos to you. Maybe I need to try that. This is working pretty well right now. Is that my account. mom, by the way, who eats like one meal a day, and I uh, yell at her every Sunday when she's uh, talking to me about some things going on medically with her? And I was like, "Well, if you would eat right and take care of yourself." Oh. Yeah, it might be your mom texting the show. <laughs> one meal a day. Come on. Uh, Nardo being hired by OSU gives me hope that we can all be uh, Power 5 coaches. (laughs) And your mom going on the cruise with you this summer? No, no. Mm. That's uh, Katie's uh, dad and stepmom. Oh, okay. Had the wrong side of the family. Wrong side of the family. My bad. My mom would not go on a cruise, nor would she go travel, because she may would have to drive somewhere over a certain length of time or be on a plane or a ship, and she would die. 
Interesting. So, yeah. And she's related to you. Yeah. Huh. Well, I fly. I go on cruise ships. Um, When's the last time you were north of I-40? Uh, just the oh, other day. God, I told you that. It's too far. It's too far. Yeah, I don't like riding in the car if I can fly somewhere. I just watch it on TV. The Lloyd Noble Center so far away. Uh, Lloyd Noble is far. Do you know how long it takes to get to Lloyd Noble? It's just across town. We need a bridge that just goes over and drops you off into places in Norman. Norman's well, the, like at Morgantown where they got that uh, 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 monorail. There you go. There you go. Uh, Grady's dinner rolls are delicious. This texter said. <laughs> don't know what that means, but all right. Um, so, this is where we're at. So, it's got a lot of O's here. This is where we're at. We're just going to be in denial that this basketball team is objectively bad, that we're going to talk about Pez movies. We open the top of the hour with a Thunder play tonight. I don't think we can blame the game on the Lloyd Noble Center and the lack of bar district on Chautauqua. <laughs> We've only said the whole show how bad they were last night and how terrible they played. Excuse me for Please. answering a text when someone asked about Toby's keep, movie recommendations. Please keep pouring it on, TJ. <laughs> this is where we're at. Pez movies. <laughs> That's like 19 years of this show, okay? Uh-huh. It's yeah. no secret. If we won last night, you know what we'd be talking about today? <laughs> the documentary TJ the watched documentary. yesterday in line. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Toby, you're dead on about how to spell that Brian thing. Well, the name, yeah. but yeah. Yeah, don't. I said earlier in the show, and I stand by this. Any Brian that spells his name with a Y can't be trusted. So the SEC is better in football, basketball, baseball. Really is wonder, uh, wonderful why OU is leaving this conference. Can't happen soon enough. <laughs> the SEC is definitely not better in basketball. But they have won the Big 12 SEC Challenge more often than not in recent years. Uh, someone guessing Temple on the uh, color. Uh, they seem darker, right? Yeah, I feel like it. Yeah, obviously my color fact was not well. I had not sorted that out well enough, so I'll have to go back to the marketing people. <laughs> you and your trivia questions. I think there's. I thought there was four teams that had the same Pantone, but you brought up Stanford. I think Stanford's the same too. So maybe it's five. I break time. Uh, boy, whoever was that angry texter in this segment, TJ. Might want to turn the channel because uh, I'm reading the news <laughs> next. We'll be back.